All right, you ready to get this show this show on the road? How now, Brown Cow? How now, Brown Cow? How now, Brown Cow? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Got to work on our enunciation this time. That's true. That's true. That that's actually very true. Um, all right. On this episode, we recap the first season of Westworld and discuss our favorite moments of the show. We put each other in the hot seat for some hot takes, so stay tuned for that. Here we go. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Pour Over podcast hosted by myself, Joe, and Dill. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. So, what's up, Dill? Not much. Uh, happy to be here recording. Um, been pretty tired this past week, so, yeah. Oh. Well, good thing we have a coffee podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you been drinking it up? Uh, a little bit. I'm still still finishing that bag of the Summer Moon. Um, but, yeah, I was able to brew this week, or today, because past couple of days, I was... Um, not at home and not with my coffee gear. So I, oh. I had some coffee gear. I mean, some coffee, but it, uh, it wasn't my own. I guess you could say. Um, mm. But yeah, how uh, how you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. Just um, staying at home today and running some errands. I feel like the weekends or this weekend couldn't have come. Soon enough, I had a really busy week, and um, I'm just glad to kind of be chilling and, yeah, talking to you and hosting this podcast today. Yeah, dude, yeah. I uh, I, I got to go check out Mudleaf, that coffee shop that I said opened up by my house. Um, oh. Yeah. What do you think of it? I, I like it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they are there, and their space is, is like, huge. Um, I, I didn't really expect that for a... Um, for a shopping center, I guess. Uh, you oh. walk in and it's like super mm-hmm. deep. It's really open, lots of tables and space to kind of chill and work. So I, I liked it. Um, and the coffee was pretty decent too. Um, so I, I'd definitely be back. Hmm. Yeah. How was the showing there? Was there a lot of people? Um, yeah, actually. I, oh, well, not quite as busy as when I went to Summer Moon. But um, I think maybe the word is still getting out. But it's still... You know, it's it's still it was still going. People were coming in pretty consistently. I wouldn't say it was mm-hmm. crowded, but I think that's better for my personal preference if I'm going to try to do some work. Uh, but there are definitely people there, and sure. most of the tables were taken up. <laughs> that's uh, um, what's the wood fireplace called again? Uh, Summer Moon. Summer. Man, y'all got all these nature names like Summer Moon, Mudleaf, yeah. Oak Cliff. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, gotta gotta right. give that natural vibe, organic, fair trade. Right, yeah, we with Mother Nature here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good though. Um, yeah, did you go into any coffee shops this week or anything? Uh, I just went to uh, Ghostlight today to oh, pick nice. up a bag of coffee, Ooh. and I got my bangs right here. Ooh. My bangs. Um, got a bag called uh, Ethiopia Banco Gotiti. Oh, okay. So yeah, say that five times <laughs> fast. And uh, it's uh, 
It's it's not actually by Ghostlight. I mean, Ghostlight they don't really make their own. They don't really roast their mm-hmm. own beans, which is interesting. But um, they are purveyors. Is that the word of different roasters in the area? Okay, cool. And um, yeah, this this one's called this uh, roaster is called Onyx Coffee Lab, and they're I think they're oh, based that's, that's out in of, Georgia, right? Oh, really? Atlanta. Uh, let me see. Let me see on this thing. Bang. Their bag is super dark, so I can't see anything <laughs> on here. But you're probably right. Yeah, I, I've I've had them before. Um, the the apartment that I used to live in, that was in Uptown. There's a coffee shop across the street. I I wanted. I'm not sure if they also rotated beans or not, but uh, they used Onyx pretty often. That's why I was familiar with it. Mm. Um, I remember it being pretty good. I'm not sure if it's just the coffee shop. But I remember the beans were really expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I uh, didn't realize how expensive it was until I saw the receipt. I like picked up a bag of beans yeah. and also got this um, this vegan muffin, and oh. the total came out to be like twenty four bucks. Oh yes. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, the vegan muffin's probably four bucks. So the coffee probably ended up being yeah. about twenty. Yeah, that, that's about right. That's that's about how much it costs at the other shop. And actually, when I went to Mudleaf, I was I was planning on buying some coffee because they they use cultivar coffee. Mm. And I went and I saw the bags were twenty dollars, and I was like, Sheesh. oh nope, never mind, swerve. Um, so yeah, twenty's a bit steep. I was trying to restock, but yeah, tw- twenty's a, a little steep. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I might go back to Boston Stoker next time. They consistently have like a two dollar off sixteen ounce bags deal. Ooh. Yeah, so my my beans from there usually cost about fourteen to sixteen bucks. Okay, I, I think that's a good sweet spot in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anything more just gotta be like a treat yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this one. Um, uh, has like a scale. I don't know if you saw it on the bag of traditional to modern. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. And so it, I guess it's graded more on the modern side of a cup of coffee. And I was like, mm. what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, they don't explain it. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, this is a modern roast. <laughs> um, and right. that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, it's like Christian mm. music. It's like traditional to modern. Like, Oh, we're going from, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we're going from, like, uh, Jesus paid it all to the new version of Jesus paid it all. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but if I remember correctly, Onyx was pretty good. Um, I remember I got poured over once um, at that shop, and it tasted straight up like blueberries. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was like, I was like, man, I feel like, that, that was one of those times when I felt like I wasn't very good at brewing coffee because I was like, man, I never, I never make flavors like this. <laughs> um, so it could have been the barista, could have been the coffee. I don't know. I'll, both um, could just be me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh wow, this is legit. That's like the type of coffee you really kind of aim for, you know, every time you brew. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like what you would get if you go to like some like really hip, but also like. It's true to form Japanese coffee shop, and the guy's like mm. architecting your coffee, and he's like, uh, in Japanese, like, oh, yes, it's supposed to taste like a uh, some kind of a berry. You chase it, you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> doesn't taste like coffee at yeah. all. 
Yeah. So I, man, I, part of me was like, man, I just want to like record them making it so I can like go write down how they do their <laughs> recipe. Um, but like a true yeah, scientist. I, I don't know. It's it mm. good. Well, you got me real excited. I look forward to brewing it maybe, maybe on Tuesday. Mm. Nice. This next segment does have me kind of intrigued. So this week, uh, we're going to try something called Hot Seat. And it's like a game that people play kind of interviewing one another. And I thought it would be fun to play a coffee and Westworld-themed game of Hot Seat. So uh, we'll go back and forth answering hot takes, and we only have 20 seconds to give our response. And once your 20 seconds is up, you're done talking. You can't go anymore. Um, so we're we're just grilling each other on the hot seat here. Mm. You cool with that? Yeah, yeah I'm down. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about that 20 seconds, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to go one at a time? Uh, we, we can do a little back and forth. I think that'll be keep it interesting. Okay, cool. Let me let me grab my watch real quick, and I'll be right back. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, please include that in the uh, in the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh. I will be the timer. I got my watch here. Get it ready. All right. So wait, did we say back and forth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, back and forth. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, up to you, man. Up to me. Okay. I'm gonna ask you first. Okay. Okay. All right. No holds barred. Here we go. All right. I'm going to ask a question, and you got 20 seconds. You meet the woman of your dreams, but she doesn't like anything coffee-flavored. What do you do? Uh, easy. Tell her to get out. No, just Whoa! Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'd be very sad, and I think I'd be very, like, you know, if that worked out and became a thing... I think I'd be very Five self-conscious seconds. on how much I spend on coffee. But Ooh. yeah, no, I mean, I, I would try to work it out. Try to work it out. Okay, okay. Well, that's a good yeah, answer. Yeah. Very, very noble. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it easier, though, if, if you both like it, then you can spend all the money you want. But anyways. Okay, you got to kind of time me, so I guess I guess kind of yeah. you, oh, okay, you, sure. th- you think about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, question for you. When is the time you completely embodied the label coffee snob? Oh, uh, coffee snob. I I think I think whenever I go, like it's kind of a general question for me. Cause whenever I go to get coffee, I'm I'm usually not getting like a latte or a frappuccino or whatever. Like I'll ask for the pour over. And I think that kind of like outs me as kind of a snob. And people ask me questions that I don't I don't know the answer to because I'm just like it tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Cool, so that's cool. my answer. All right. Uh, next question for you. This is Westworld flavored. 
if you could spend one day with any Westworld host, who would it be and why? Go. Ooh, that's a pretty hard one, man. Um, I think the first impression I would say is Hector, actually. I think I think it'd be a good time, you know. Ten seconds. Uh, it's a little little mischievous, you know. <laughs> um, maybe go cause some mayhem. But okay. I, I think Black it Hat would mode. be interesting. Yeah, Black Hat mode. So yes. Nice, good answer. Yeah, Alright, next one. Uh, still a coffee flavor for you, but would you rather have the world's best coffee to brew yourself? Or the world's best barista to brew you some Folgers? Oh, man. Easy question. Best coffee to brew myself. Hmm. That's just sad. I mean, I would be so sad watching this barista use Folgers. <laughs> you do it for his sake. <laughs> right. <laughs> Putting him out of his misery. Uh, <laughs> no, but, yeah, I would just feel bad just seeing him work with those. <laughs> Imagine if it was, like, the instant kind, too. He's like... Okay, I'm done. Here you go. It's like, oh. <laughs> All right. He just, like, sheds a single tear as he breathes it. <laughs> and he puts it in the coffee. He's like, hopefully this will taste better. Yeah. Or maybe he knows how to make it amazing or, like, passable. You know, that is a good point. That is a good point. Mm. All right. Next one for you, my friend. And this one, uh, we're expanding the palate a little bit. We're going to get a little gastronomical. Um... If you had to choose between having a pizza allergy or having a coffee allergy, which would you choose and why? Yo, why why you got to do me like this, man? <laughs> <laughs> I know your weakness. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, oh, 15 I, I seconds. I about this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, as much as it pains me to say, I think I'd rather have the coffee allergy. Ah. No. Um, pizza, man, is, is is my love way before coffee was introduced. Wow. So I can't I can't say no to the pizza. Shoot. Um, maybe we should have a pizza podcast instead. Oh Just man. <laughs> you know I actually can't pizza. deny that. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, let's hope that it just never comes to fruition. Um. <laughs> all, right, all right. So moving to some West World. Uh, you find out a close friend or family member is a host. What do you do? And do you tell them? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I would straight feel like Bernard, except, yeah, like if it was my mom, I don't know if I'd actually tell her I, because mm. I don't know. I don't know if it would change anything. And if it was like you or one of my other close friends, like I don't know if I would... I think the information itself would haunt me forever, but I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know what I would do. Yeah, it's hard. I might tell you and you'd be well, like, I, 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 uh. <laughs> you might be like, it doesn't sound like anything to me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but well, I, I got something to tell you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Um, next one. And this is deep. All right. This is going to get a little, you got to be a little transparent here. How much money would you estimate you've spent total on coffee gear? Uh, Does this include coffee beans? Sure. Oh, 
And in that case, I have no idea. <laughs> oh shoot! On coffee gear, I would say definitely a few hundred dollars at least. Um, maybe like three ish hundred. Okay. Um, but a lot of my coffee gear was hand me down, like kind of second hand from my roommate. Um, but if you throw coffee beans in there, I don't know, man. Exponential. But yeah, so <laughs> probably probably a few hundred. Oh man. Well, at least you haven't bought like an espresso machine yet. That would put it over. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it is also like my bias thoughts. So you know, three hundred, four hundred probably actually means like double. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, cool. Next one for you. If you could change the theme of Westworld from the Wild West, what would you change it to? Hmm. I feel like I would change it to what the real world probably is in the time of Westworld. Um, like you know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine type-ish mm. or like you know like um terminator type stuff um just like futuristic and you know a bunch of i don't know that, that's kind of a it's kind of a counterintuitive response i guess because people already live in that world so i don't know mm. i think it would have to be something more historical like maybe like uh hmm feudal japan like samurai world Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Nice. Next question from me. Describe yourself if you were a host in Westworld. Man, that's hard. The, the self-description is always hard. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty low-key and don't really make a strong impression, so I don't think I'd be one of those main characters. Uh, first thing that came to mind would be like, I'd be that doctor that wasn't in his office when Dolores went to ask for help for her dad. (laughs) Um, I just, like, wouldn't be there. (laughs) Um, But, nah, probably just some innocent bystander that gets shot up all the time like Teddy. Oh. (laughs) Uh, For you, what is a must-have feature for you in a coffee shop? Um... White chocolate mocha latte. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to offend anybody. You ain't anybody. Like PSL over there. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, in a coffee shop, probably just that they roast their own beans. Honestly, um, e- either mm-hmm. that or carry some specialty coffee. Okay. I mean, sure. All about just the beans. it simple. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, next one for you. What is the most coffee, or what's yeah? What's the most coffee you've ever had in one day, and what happened? Uh, so I generally try to limit myself to a cup a day, um, but I would say I think the most I felt it is um, when I first went to the the first Dallas Coffee Day, where they had a bunch of roasters, like local roasters come, you sample, you talk to the roasters, it's a uh-huh. good time. Um, I remember, like, going through all the tables, drinking a bunch of stuff. All of a sudden, like, realizing, like, I feel so awake now. Like, <laughs> and I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. I was like, what's going on? It's like when, when someone takes the shades off your eyes and the mm. world has color, that's that's how it felt. And it, it, it was tempting. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I kind of I want to do that again. But, you know, got withhold. Got addicted. Yeah, yeah, so... I gotta hold back on that one. Um, but yes, I'd say that that, you. that happened to me too. Uh, oh, anyway, really? Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, all right. 
Given the option, would you have a host of yourself made? Why or why not? Hmm. Oh, this is a hard one. You got you got all the hard ones, Dill. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, judging from my response earlier, you might think I would say no, but I'm actually going to say yes. Um, and I would because I feel like I would just get so much more done and that I would have administrative control. So... Uh, but then I don't know you watch Westworld and, it, and that changes your mentality but yes. um, I think for now yes I think it'd be really interesting I, w- I would rather rather not have it made of myself but of maybe my my own unique creation okay okay yeah and, until they uh, up their perception or whatever it's called and then they make you think you're a host and then they control yes. you instead oh that would be the craziest turnaround <laughs> Yeah, get their bulk oh, app perception oh, up. That's, that's season two right there, man. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah no, that was interesting. That, that was fun. Was it? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Glad you liked it. Hopefully the listeners like it. Well, with that funky yeah, game music, who could resist? Mm, that's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, if you're listening and you got a good answer to one of the questions, feel free to send it in. You can email us um, or tweet at us. And, uh, yeah, maybe if it's interesting enough, we'll, we'll read it out on the show. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, moving on then. Um, so, like we said, this is actually a Westworld Season 1 recap episode. Um, although last week we had the finale discussion, we kind of talked a little bit about the season, but we thought... It merited a whole episode just to talk about all the things that are going on. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll link it in the notes, but there is a YouTube video of the actor that plays William uh, trying to <clears throat> review the whole season in six minutes. Uh, it's pretty good. I think he does a good job. Mm-hmm. And totally if you need a refresher, you can uh, you can watch that video. It's only six and a half minutes long, so pretty good. But... Um, yeah, maybe we can kind of start it off a little bit easier, but um, what, I mean, I don't know. Did you have any initial thoughts just on the season? I think coming in as people who have never seen the show, mm-hmm. you know, um, now having seen the first uh, season and having had a whole season of a podcast talking about it. Yeah. Um, any Any thoughts there? Um, I, I like the show, you know, after a whole season, I, um, you know, I still looked forward to seeing each episode. It wasn't one of those shows that I felt like mm. kept dragging on and on. Um, so when we got to the end, um, with, um, Ford's narrative, which is revealed much early in the season, um, it, it did feel like it was kind of coming back full circle. Um, I will say though, that the show definitely has its ups and downs, um, definitely some really great like um almost like movie like cinematic episodes but then also some kind of very just like really blase like daytime tv almost like mm. not daytime tv but like csi you know that one episode i forgot which one, uh which one was it um i think episode was it episode 4 or maybe episode 2 um it was the one where elsie was investigating <laughs> yeah. Uh, that episode was not one of my favorites. But overall, definitely really enjoyed um this first season. Um 
and um, uh, season two is gonna be hard to to top it. It's gonna be hard for season two to top mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. What are your general thoughts, man? Yeah, I, mean, I definitely agree. Uh, I, I would hope that we both like it, since you know we we spend so much time watching and then talking about it um, on a podcast. But uh, yeah, it is a great show, and I I've really enjoyed. Um, yes, apart from the show itself, I've actually enjoyed watching it like one episode a week. I don't know if I mentioned that on another episode before. Mm-hmm. I think it really helps, even just having the podcast really kind of dive deep and really just reflect deeper on the episode and it helps with Westworld since it's such a deep show. Right. Like there's just so many things to notice, like so many things going on and um I think it also just helps in that that it um leans itself toward like having you think deeper. I mean you don't have to, but uh, if you do then like there's a lot to catch onto. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I I really like the writing, the directing. I, I think it's all generally on point, except for the you know couple episodes which we talked about and, and you mentioned just now. But as a whole, man, it's is great. I, I would I would put it as I think one of my top shows. I, I, don't, I haven't mm. thought too much about that, but it's it's definitely up there in terms of TV shows in general for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, this is one of those shows that if you wanted to, you could get super deep with it, which is, I think, what we did in the beginning um, mm-hmm. of this podcast. Um, but going off of what you said about the ups and downs and just good episodes, bad episodes, um, which one was your favorite episode, or do you have a couple of favorites? Yeah, um, I, I think I have a couple. Like, in terms of just kind of what you're saying, like, movie, cinematic quality, like, just just so good, you know, of a viewing experience. I still think the first episode is, is my favorite overall. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think you just set up the whole show, introduced it so well. And like, um, they, they introduced so many things that the season was going to be about without getting bogged down by it. And like, it felt really smooth and like, it, it just drew me in really, really well. Um, so I think even just, thinking about the season as a whole, the first episode just stands out. Maybe because it was the first episode I watched and it just kind of set the tone for me. But um, I definitely feel like the, the level of quality was like highest on that one. Um, and then they kind of tried different things throughout the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the first episode for sure. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I would say my favorite episode is probably Trump Loy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just with the uh, Bernard reveal, and then the Teresa kill off, and yes. I mean that whole like the last what was it like last fifteen minutes of the episode was crazy. Mm. Like with with Bernard going to the cabin, um, with Teresa, and then saying what door, and then no. going downstairs, and then you seeing the host being made. Um, and then like, and then, and then the next five minutes is like crazy. Like, Oh, uh, Bernard's a host. Teresa's dead. Ford is making a new host. Like, it's just like crazy. Um, and I think, I think, yeah, that episode was when I think Charlotte Hale was a little bit more interesting. And I felt like she had a little more, a little bit more stake in, in the, in the season. So that kind of. Um, kind of 
solidified her spot for me. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. That that was going to be my second, I think, favorite episode in terms of, like, um, significance to the season and the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was one of those where, you know, when you watch it for the first time and probably even the second time, you just, like, verbally be like, oh, shoot, you know, like, all the reveals, just everything like you were just saying. Like, mm-hmm. I think it... It's one of the few episodes of, like, anything, I think, that's really, like, gotten me to, like, physically respond and, like, say something or, you know. Oh. Like, um, in, in a certain way. Where, I mean, otherwise, you know, you can get into it, get excited or whatever, but, like, um, just the reveals and, and all that all that drama, I think, is, is doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Physically respond. How did you physically respond? Oh, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, like... It causes you to react, and you know, like sometimes uh-huh. I w- you watch like funny shows or something, like you think it's funny, but you don't actually laugh. You know, oh, like, I mean, in your yeah. mind, you're like lol. So um, you literally lolled, <laughs> or yeah, not yeah, lulled, but. <laughs> except in the in the dramatic way, um, where um, you like you know verbally like yell out like you know oh, or something. Yes, I think I I think I do remember like going like what the f-? <laughs> like yeah actually going WTF. Yeah, you know, and then when Bernard's like, you know, I don't what what door, you know, I'm just like, no, you know, I I just kind of yell out. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, definitely is is a emotional roller coaster, aka Bernard. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, just going on on the on the theme of favorites. And uh, did you have any favorite quotes from the season from the show? Hmm, I was thinking about this, and I definitely have, like, the one that we probably both know, like, mm. doesn't look like anything to me, that one is a Ooh. banger, and then, <laughs> yeah. it has, like, it has such, like, it has an emotional impact, too, you know, it's like, yes. it's, like, layered, it's, like, sad, it's, like, it's, um, revealing, it's like, oh, it's like, mm-hmm. this is saying something, and then, um, and then the other one that's uh, that sticks in my mind is these violent delights have violent ends. Yes. Um, that that's an important one because I guess it's the one that Abernathy whispers to Ford, and then mm-hmm. and then I think Dolores whispers it to Maeve, and that's when Maeve like wakes mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think that that one just kind of. It sums up a certain like quality of the show really well, mm. just in terms of like even even just like the the whole park itself, but then the story of the show as well. It just kind of like um, speaks a lot to I think what Westworld kind of is like, at least in my mind. Um, yeah, kind of violence and all that. Yeah, and yo, know, and that and that Bernard quote doesn't look like anything to me. Oh, <laughs> it, when I hear it and like when I see it, like even just like typed out, I I get goosebumps. It kind of <laughs> takes me back to when he first said it, and I was just like, oh, uh, so like, sad. Like, no, dude. Um, like he already said the like, oh, what door? And mm-hmm. then he says that, and you're like, no, nail in the right. coffin. You still had Bernard. like suspicions that he wasn't the host. Like maybe he just like yeah. oh maybe he just didn't see the door. Like that's reasonable. Yeah, you know maybe his prescriptions off. I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's just like it's it's over, man. At, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's definitely like I, I feel like for me maybe like the the climax of the whole season in in, in some regard. 
Mm. It kind of builds up to that, and like it was like oh, and then um, killing Teresa off as well, and mm. then all the all the rest that kind of comes out of that. Right. But yeah, and in terms of like, I think pivotal scenes, definitely, definitely mm-hmm. that scene. They're gonna have to do something um, different next season with. Um, oh, sorry to cut you off, but uh, I just want to say like I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen next season as the big reveals, cause like I feel like this season was all about reveals almost. It's like that mm-hmm. dilemma of who's a human, who's a host. Next season, they're not gonna be able to do that anymore. Like it's not gonna have that same emotional impact because now we're expecting mm-hmm. it all the time. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know what they'll do to like have that shock value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I trust the writers. I, I I hope that they wouldn't like do shocking stuff just to be shocking, you know. Right. Um, I, I don't think they would because it's pretty high quality, you know, HBO writing and whatnot. So hopefully, though. But yeah, that, that's interesting. They can't just keep being like, oh, by the way, this person's a host or dun, you know, dun, whatever. Dun. It, yeah, <laughs> you're like, eh. Um, and and they already made Bernardo host, and I feel like that's like almost ultimate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. I I don't know what the next season will really revolve around in that sense. I think just for, like, further development of maybe, like, the relationships and, like, how, you know, how the hosts become themselves now that they're kind of rebelling um, mm-hmm. and then what, what the response of the humans are in that sense. Right. Um, I guess. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Bernard, though. <laughs> Yeah, and his acting is so good. Um, it really is. The, the, the Ber- Ber- Bern Arnold um, <laughs> guy. But, I'm glad he's still yeah, around. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I guess back back to the question. A, a couple of a couple of quotes that stuck out to me. Um, I, I don't know if this is like word for word the right one, but when Ford is talking about humanity, uh, he basically says, "You know, humans live in loops as tight and as close as the hosts." seldom questioning our choices, mm. content, and for the most part, to be told what to do next. And I'm Ooh. just like, oh, shoot. You know, like, I think that that one and also a lot of other quotes are like these bombs that Westworld just kind of drops in terms of like, you know, mm-hmm. like, just causes you to question everything. Um, and yeah, it's interesting because like this whole idea, I think another quote that's similar that Dolores says is like, um, you know, they you think I just want to get out all the time from Westworld, but then all of you are always trying to get in. Um, mm, mm-hmm. So just kind of like, like what, you know, it's just like, what, what, what is, what's going on? You know, you just kind of become existential in a sense. Right. Um, right. Cause I think, you know, it, it's like ro- robots are, you know, they're not human. So they're viewed less than, but the show mm-hmm. really just kind of um, pokes a lot of holes in that just kind of generalization, I think. Um, and and another one that I remember that's that's pretty I think just um on the side not not super emphasized or that important is when William first comes into the park and he um he's in the dressing room with I, I think that host is Angela is is her name that we get told later mm-hmm, um, that we see later yeah but um yeah yeah so he's like you know going through trying to pick clothes and stuff and then he asks her if she's real because he's not sure if that's a host or not. Mm-hmm. And she says, if you can't tell the difference, does it matter if I'm real or not? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that also just kind of goes into the whole premise of the, the park, you know, the show, like mm-hmm. what is reality and is reality actually shaped by reality or just our own perception? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so this yeah. the show just causes me to think, think deep. Man, yeah. if you fake in the funk and it still smells like funk, then why do you complain? Ooh. You know, if it's... If it's real, if it feels real, it must be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that'll be season two. Like less about the reveals of who's human and who's host, but like, why does it matter? And like, kind of the blending of the two. Mm. Um, moving along. Uh, funniest moments of the show. Mm. I like the. Uh... <laughs> oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you can go ahead. I was going to say the campfire um, scene where they're waiting <laughs> to cook. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so good. <laughs> they're just like, wait, where's that guy? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I actually forgot about that scene. That, that That's funny. I just thought of it, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I think for me, I, I still think of that. That that move with uh, Felix when when Maeve tells him <laughs> that Bernard's a host and he like does the yes. robot. <laughs> just like Felix, you're so dumb. <laughs> but I mean, it, it like totally makes sense, um, right? But it's just like the way he did it. I I think that that's funny. Um, yeah. And then the Maeve's response is just like, "Nah, you're not one of us. You idiot. right? Um, yeah." And May and Maeve has a whole bunch of quotables and like funny one liners. She's such a witty mm-hmm. witty character, witty actress. Uh she definitely plays mm-hmm. it really well. Yeah, yeah. I was uh I was on Reddit <laughs> reading about Westworld quotes and stuff a little bit. And uh, so- someone typed um there's not much of a rind on you. <laughs> and and uh the comment was like every time Clementine says it, it gets a little bit more sad. Oh, like, ooh, ooh, that's true. I just think about oh, an man. orange every time she yeah. says it. <laughs> that's what I think about too. <laughs> just like, that's that's um, my vocabulary right there. Yeah, that's funny. In, in general, I feel like that. I I really like how they just kind of repeat a lot of things, but then mm-hmm. as we get more information, it just means something else to us. Yes. You know? Like to them, it's the same. You know, Dolores wakes up. She's like, oh, "It's a whole new day. Everyone has a path, or whatever." Yes, um, I choose to see the beauty in this world. Yeah, but like every time they say it, we have a little bit more information, and we're like, "Oh man!" You, mm-hmm. know? Yeah. you know what's another um, funny quote slash funny moment? Hmm. When um, Elsie asks if that's Arnold. Arnold, is that you? <laughs> yes oh man that was just kind of like ah super um, cringe yeah i mean dude, maybe elsie's just gone forever now and that's that'll be her last word her last <laughs> line well she predicted it that's true she she was she wasn't wrong she was so maybe wrong. she she has the last laugh um because we're we're thinking she's a fool but she actually knew all along um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Other other than the funny moments, did you have any ones that were just like WTF? Like, oh my goodness, uh, what what is this? Uh, 
Man, um, I think when um, El Lazo dies and then Lawrence shows up, Ooh. that was kind of like, it wasn't like a bad WTF. It's like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Lawrence is back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. I, I agree. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, and then, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's always these like characters coming back. They're like Bernard coming back. I thought he was mm-hmm. gone. And then, um, and then Logan like showing up. It's like, oh, this guy's actually more significant than we thought. Yeah, yeah, Logan. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think the the easy one, the low hanging fruit. I mean, you know, again, Bernard's that doesn't mean anything to me. Oh doesn't yeah, look anything to me. Um, yeah. So we already talked about that. Um, but that, that whole scene is like a WTF, um, basically. Um, yeah, I also have some, like, like, I think when, whenever Maeve chooses to kill herself to, like, to go talk to Felix and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. always like, why Why she choose to do it that way, you know? She, like, has Hector, like, stab her, and they get shot up, and then, like, her and Hector start making out, and they, she, like, burns their bodies, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, why, why do that? Like, you know, I, I, they still experience the pain, right? So mm. I feel like there are other ways. Or she gets like choked out and stuff. She did turn down um, her pain though. Oh, that's true. That is true. Oh, that's weird. She, she didn't turn down Hector's though. No, she, <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh. like just chilling on fire. Hector's screaming. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just uh, maybe it's just like that uh, meme of the dog who's like burning in a room. Is like this is fine, and Hector's like running around with his hair on fire. Yes. Uh, another WTF moment. I don't know if it caught you off guard, but when that it's kind of like a funny moment too. But when that host picked up the rock and killed himself. Oh yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, definitely. I was like, what? Like that. I don't know if it was intended, but I think it totally broke me out of like being into the show. Oh. You know? I was like, I was like really into it. All of a sudden that happened. It's just so like unexpected. And I was like, wait, yeah. what? Like, what's he doing? Um, and mm-hmm. he just keeps going. And so it just kind of like broke my concentration. <laughs> right. You just kept in, in hitting in his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, and then, and then uh, yeah. I was going to say, like, in, in line with the, the kind of like, the self-inflicting harm slash like body horror stuff like when um when Dolores is like pulling the thread out of her wrist and then when um Elsie was pulling the satellite thing out of the out of that guy's yeah. the same guy's arm I was like oh like cringe but also like what yeah, yeah ooh, ooh. all right um maybe maybe kind of one our la- one of our last ones and um you know i know we dog on a lot of characters uh but let's start with our most favorite so who is one of your most favorite characters or most favorite character mm. uh, i think it's too too obvious but um i i i do i just really like bernard you know mm. um and all that he kind of stands for and like um, I, f- I feel like he, because his character, like, goes through so many changes and, like, is so, like, dynamic in terms of like, the reveals of, like, oh, he's a host, but also oh, he's, yeah. like, one of, he's, like, the head programmer or whatever. Um, 
all of that, like, it keeps me really interested because all those reveals to us are also reveals to him. Mm-hmm. And he has to work through them. Um, yeah. So I think that keeps me very interested, but he's still, he just seems like a genuinely good person. So, mm-hmm. like, even with all these reveals, I'm, like, interested how he works through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of kind of goes with that. Um, so, yeah, for sure, Bernard, I think, just first comes to mind for me. Hmm. I think for me, I would say Ford, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I just really like his acting. And, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, obviously, um, yeah. tenured actor, um, just has that creepy vibe to him. <laughs> <laughs> like since the beginning I've all, I was always drawn to him you know um that's just kind of sinister yet like you know like what what's really what's really going on in his head uh and then like I don't know if his character arc is as dynamic as Bernard's but yeah like at the very end of the season you're just kind of like so is he st-? like you're still not sure like so is he a good guy or a bad guy mm-hmm. like I feel like with Bernard it's very clear like, he's pretty much a protagonist, but with Ford, like, now that he's dead, you still don't really know, like, was he really Team Arnold? And if he was, does that make him a good guy? Or, like, is what he did at the end bad enough to where it's like, oh, like, you thought you were Team Arnold, but you really just, I mean, you're not doing the right thing right now. Um, mm. But to me, he's he's not, maybe he's not a dynamic character as far as the story arc goes, but he's just such a... Um, kind of a, I would say kind of a, what's the word? It's kind of like Russian roulette. You never know, really know what you're going to get with him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like, man, Ford got to come back. Mm. I don't Or either they'll actually bring him back or they'll keep him, like, alive in, like, past scenes. You know, the whole, like, dual oh, timeline right. thing. Flashbacks, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, I mean... They can't just get rid of William, right? You know, like his scenes can't just end. Um, mm-hmm. So I assume mm. there'll still be like past stuff going on, um, at least a little right. bit. So yeah, so I feel like he. I mean, he'll still be around as a character. I, I don't know if that was actually where he dies, though. Maybe, but um, I, I don't think that's where Anthony Hopkins stops acting in the show. I, mm. I'd be very surprised if so. So you predict that he comes back for season two. Um, yeah, somehow, like, not necessarily, like, oh, he didn't actually die or something, but they'll, like, he, as an actor, he'll still be part of the they'll show. They'll use him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, somehow. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, he's such a big character, so important to everything, so that yeah, just kind of makes sense, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe they introduce new people and they, they become more important. Hmm. But, Yeah. What about um? What about the least important characters? Who is one of your least favorite characters in the show? Oh man! I already kind of know who you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obvious. I, I'm just the open book here, but Felix is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> He's. Uh, I, I feel like he he had potential, but um, like we talked about, all those supporting characters for the main characters just weren't that good, like, in terms of just mm-hmm. them them themselves, you know? They, they helped support. They they feel, fulfilled their role, but they just weren't um, compelling as characters. Right. And Felix, like, it just kind of, 
I feel like they just give up on explaining like why he does what he does, mm. and they just kind of have him do it, and he just kind of becomes right. he's he's almost like this just faceless kind of like writing um, catch all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh yeah, this is why Maeve can do this, right. just because you know. So that is what really makes me like, uh, you know, if they actually explained it a little bit more, like before he's trying to become a developer and all that, like he kind of, he's a little bit interesting. He still helped Maeve. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But eventually he's just kind of just, he's just there just to serve the purpose of her storyline. Right. Yeah. 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 What, what about you? Any least favorites? Man. Um, I There were a couple at the beginning of the season, like Teresa got on my nerves mm-hmm. Elsie kind of got on my nerves. Um, <laughs> wasn't uh, a really big fan of um, Sylvester in the beginning. Yeah. Um, although at, towards the end, they gave him a little bit more oomph, gave him a little bit more character. But I got to say, man, your boy Felix. Felix mm. Felix started okay like with his ambition to be an engineer, like you said, a developer. But then at the end, he just totally felt like a tool, like a story, plot device. Ugh, I, yeah, yeah. I kind of cringe when I see him. Yeah, make me sad, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, um, I think that pretty much wraps up uh, our recap. Um, I think there's a lot more that we could talk about. Uh, we actually had a couple other bullets outlined there, but um, I think we'll just have to table it till we start season two. Mm-hmm. Um, next section we got here is uh, our weekly tried and true. What's making you happy this week? So, Dill, Y M Y, or no? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow, I can't spell. Um, Dill, what's hap- what's uh oh, Dill, what's making you happy this week, bro? Uh, good, good question. Um, it's unique, isn't it? You've yes, never done yes. this before. <laughs> yeah, first time ever. Um, I actually used this at my small group this week. I don't think any of them listen to the podcast, but I, I asked them all to share this. Um, but um, I actually had one in mind, and I just like totally forgot now. <laughs> um, but I, I guess my default otherwise is, oh, um, I want I wanted to hear the juicy one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I may, maybe I, I'll let you know post show. Uh, okay. For, okay. And then special for the, for the listeners that are special. I don't know. Uh, but one that, that was pretty good. Uh, this past couple of days, you know, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that I wasn't at home the past couple of days, so I couldn't make my own coffee. Um, what I was doing was I was volunteering at a retreat for college students. Um, I was volunteering with InterVarsity, uh, a group that Joe and I were part of in college. And I was just there helping out, helping out the staff so that they could um, kind of put on this uh, this uh, retreat kind of conference thing for the students. And, yeah, I just like being back. Um, felt um, Kind of like being back in college in, in terms of like familiarity and whatnot. I mean, I, I didn't know any of the students anymore, but it's it's cool to see they had like eighty students show out, um, and it was it was a good time. Um, and uh, it I don't know if it's okay to admit, but um, they all, for coffee, all they had were like coffee pots, like Mister Coffees, 
and mm-hmm. and one of the people made some in the morning while we were making breakfast, and he's like, "Here, try this," and I was like, "Eh." <laughs> try and then this. I, I took I took a sip, and I was like, "That's not as bad as I thought it would be," and then it <laughs> caused me to kind of question everything about coffee Ooh. a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Where I was like, "Uh, uh maybe right. I am just a coffee snob," <laughs> but no, I don't. I won't. I won't give into that train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe I was just delirious from no sleep. We'll just right. say that. We'll chalk it up to but, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what about you? What's uh, W-M-Y-H-T-W question? There you go. Um, the the city of Dayton. That's what's making me happy this week. Um, oh. I was able to go out for a run today, and I usually go once a week, but now that I moved out to the city... I can run around the river. The Great Miami River flows right through Dayton. It's a pretty small river, so you can really see the other side, and you can literally run across, not the river, but uh, over the bridge. Um, No, we're not not doing Jesus out here. Uh, But it it was just nice to get out, aside from the mosquitoes, to see people out there, you know, having a good time. Uh, It's a very sleepy town, so there's not a lot of, like, um, you know, big events, nightlife, things like that. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty quiet. Um, and the, the culminating happy moment of my run was when I ran past, uh, this older couple who were standing up on their balcony. And before I could even really give them eye contact, they already started waving at me. And so I just looked up Hmm. and I just chunked up the peace sign and then they kind of gave me the head nod, and then I just ran off. So that was like nice. a, yeah, like a like a little, I don't know, endearing moment during my run that, you know, people would recognize me and and just kind of just do something as simple as a wave. So mm. that was that was real nice. Nice, nice. That's very warm, fuzzy moments. I like it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, if you uh, listen to our last episode, uh, we kind of made an announcement. You know, this is the end of the season of Westworld and a sort of post-season for the pour-over. Um, and what yes, we're going to be doing, we're taking a slight hiatus. Uh, we're, we're still going to post. We're going to try to post every two weeks instead of every week. And the reason for that is because they're going to be extra special episodes. Um, yeah. We might have some special guests, some collabs, you know. Um so yeah, we're trying to do something a little different, you know, something a little special for for the listeners. Um, so yeah, so don't worry, you know, if you don't see us post uh, for like a week, uh, doesn't mean that we're just gone. But you know, we're we're out trying to do something special for y'all. And um, Joe said it in the last episode, but uh, we're trying to get, do a giveaway, little little uh, giveaway to you, our <laughs> listeners. Yeah, we uh we we appreciate you that listen and um a couple of things we'd like y'all to do is to sub- subscribe and rate our podcast um especially on Apple Music if you can but also Google Play wherever you listen um but I say Apple Music or Apple Podcasts actually rather because that is the main way that podcasts get discovered so if you could subscribe mm-hmm. and rate us on Apple Podcasts or yeah. wherever else you listen to That'd be great. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, pourover underscore show. And, um, yeah, let us know what you think, either through rating us or giving us an email or a tweet. And 
if you do these things, um, we might send you some third wave water of your own. If you listen to that episode, um, some perfectly balanced yeah. water. Yes, sir. I was going to say, honestly, if you do any of those things, <laughs> we'll send you it because <laughs> we're so desperate. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they're pulling back the curtain. Oh, shoot. Okay, I shouldn't say that because we're, uh, we're, we're, we're just so great, uh, gracious and generous. Yes, yes. But yeah, for sure. I, I think we, we are interested to, to know what people think. And uh, reviews and whatnot um, are the best way, I think, for us to get that feedback. And get better. Uh, yeah, we just want to make the show as good as it can be. Things that people like you will like um, as the listener. And yeah, for us to just kind of keep growing in this hobby, the skill um, that we just started. Because this is, I mean, there's only the 11th episode of a podcast that ever for both of us that we've made. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess that wraps up uh, kind of season one of Pour Over. And I just want to say thanks, as always, for pouring it over with me, Joe. And uh, thanks, everybody, mm-hmm. for tuning in. Yeah. This was the Pour Over Podcast. You can email us at pourovershow at gmail.com and tweet us at pourover underscore show. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. You can find him on Instagram at herecomesdaniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to him uh, and his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us and take care.